Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, it's Mental Health Awareness Week. It's become one of the most important topics too in sport around the world of late. Working in that space now for New Zealand Olympic Committee is former Commonwealth Games and Olympic boxer Alexis Pritchard. Good morning to you, Alexis. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Ian. How are you? I'm just cool, thanks, uh, and um, I, I'm really looking forward to talking to you about the work you're doing in this area. Uh, look, it started way back at uh, the Lump- London Olympics for you. Uh, you created history by becoming the first New Zealand woman to uh, win a boxing bout at the Games. Uh, but when you returned home, you, you weren't really feeling on, on top of the world. Can you, can you, remember, can you remember why and, and what sparked that? Um, I think... Well, you know, you were at an event where you had been working your butt off and had all your focus on for years and years um, prior, and then you get to the event, you perform as best as you can. Um, The experience is incredible. Your dopamine is just getting fired off left, right, and centre. I think it's like you use your whole month or two-month supply of it in two weeks. And then you get home and things don't feel as rosy anymore. Um, You're feeling low. uh, You're feeling like the motivation's not there. And there's like questions around what next, where to next, um, what was, you know. Um, And I think initially you don't know what it's about. Um, and then the more you have conversations about it, you, you discover that actually this is a normal thing um, in terms of transition, that there are there is that low period after a big um, goal that you've achieved. And I think it's not only an Olympic experience or a Commonwealth Games athlete experience, it's a, it's a human experience. Um, any of us that have worked towards a goal uh, for a very long time and either attained it or didn't, yeah, um, they will feel that afterwards. Particularly, Alexis, too, in a, in a sport um, or an Olympic discipline like boxing, etc., where uh, all your build up and, and all your focus is is so routine. I mean, it, it's it's habitual what you do almost on a daily, on a weekly basis. To all of a sudden come back mm. to not that routine must be one of the keys as well. Yes, but I also think it's important that we we do take a step back afterwards and and. Uh, recognize that we we need to reflect and go back to the drawing board and think about you know ask ourselves what are, what are, what do we want for the next quarter what do we want for the next year um, so there will be a time when the routine might not be the same um, but yes the routine definitely keeps you sort of stepping forward and then when the routine is gone you're like oh you've got to examine things a little bit more so you won a Commonwealth Games bronze medal, which is um, also a part of New Zealand history, which is fantastic. Um, mm. uh, but still, it didn't appear, or in, in your thinking, it, it wasn't, um, I won't say not satisfying, but it, it wasn't, uh, wasn't uh, really uh, what you had expected, I suppose. Some people call that sort of thing like a, a success hangover. Uh, is, is that a fair term for it? Um, well, I, I was... 
I'm super proud of, of what I did and what I achieved. Um, I think the hangover, I was just not expecting the hangover. Yeah, like you say, I just wasn't expecting the hangover because I was like, oh, I've achieved the thing that I set out to do. So why do I still feel this way afterwards? Um, and, and it's because, again, that focus had been solely there for those two and a bit years leading up to it. Then we went out and we performed beautifully. We achieved our goals. Um, and then we came home. And and life doesn't really change. The world kind of just goes on. And you can't get stuck in the past. I think that's kind of what, what happens to us a little bit. We get stuck and think that we're going to come home and life is going to be so much different. But it's not. It's mm. the same stuff. You still have to wake up and make your breakfast. Uh, you still have to reply to emails. <laughs> yeah. So now you're an advocate um, for athletes, for New Zealand athletes. Uh, tell us what that entails and what inspired you to do that. So I, I am a, a volunteer on the New Zealand Olympic Committee's Athlete Commission and it, it started after the Glasgow Commonwealth Games. I put my name forward, athletes voted, and they voted me on to our Athletes Commission. And our Athletes Commission is the voice for athletes within the New Zealand Olympic Committee, um, where we collaborate with the New Zealand Olympic Committee to make sure that um, the Olympic sports and the Olympics are left in a good place for our athletes. Um, and so we talk about all these sorts of things. It's like, how can we make environments better for our athletes? How can we make sure that we look after athletes in the post-games period? Um, mm. Because I think it's important for me as a as a person to leave my world in a better place for the next lot of athletes coming through. It's important for us to talk about these things. Um, improvement is essential in in any organisation. Um, you know, athletes seek out improvement on a daily basis, and I think it's really important for organisations to have conversations to seek out ways to improve it for their people. Um, so. That's been a really cool thing to see how over the last eight years things have changed. Um, people are listening and they, they're really starting to value the athlete voice, um, understand that we're not there to be argumentative or antagonistic. Um, we're there to collaborate and improve. Um, and when we are listened to, we create environments that are powerful where everybody's mana is upheld, which I think is very important for us in the sporting system. So you, I guess what you, one of the areas here is you've got to have a plan um, before you even go to your event, before you go um, to the games, etc. You, you've got to have a post-games plan pretty much cemented, win, lose or draw. I, I, so you, you've got something that is there through the next door mm. fixed there for you, yeah? Yes, absolutely. You're absolutely spot on that. Um, I guess they call it like a transition plan. Um, what are you going to do afterwards? Who are you going to be connecting with? What kind of exercise are you doing? What kind of... Um, maybe you're going to be involved in a, a little online course or something, like have all those things in place and also know that you might feel low and that that is okay. It's an okay experience. Our emotions are valid and not for us to push them away. Um, 
So thinking about what are our strategies when we're feeling low, like who do we reach out to, who do we talk to? And just coming back to those essential things around um, looking after our well-being and our mental health, which is making sure that we get out into the sun, having connections with our loved ones. Um, Mm. Yeah, so all those things that um, our mental health advocates are are pushing are the things that we need to be doing. in that transition period as well, in all periods, not only in mental health week. Yeah. So, so what is keeping uh, what is keeping you motivated these days? What are, what are your your special goals as such that you know after you've had your breakfast, got up and had your breakfast, as you say, get you going and, and get you fired up? Um, well, I'm in Auckland, so I'm in lockdown. So it is a special kind of transition, isn't it? Um, yeah. And it is a special kind of trying to stay sane. Um, so for me, it's get up and go and see the sunrise. Um, so I see the sunrise every morning and come home and have a coffee. Um, and then at the moment, I'm doing some puzzling. So I'm creating a what, thousand piece jigsaw here. And then uh, go and sit down and do some work. Um, so it's, I've got a routine and I'm sticking with my routine. I'm also making sure that I'm fueling myself with good, nutritious food. Um, we don't have any junk food things in our house. That is very purposeful, though, because if it was in my house, I would eat it. So none of that. Um, <laughs> and making sure that I don't have too much alcohol. Like Water is the thing, and and I've kept my coffee intake at two a day. Um, and then, you know, reaching out and having conversations with people. Um, so keeping myself busy, not busy, busy, but like doing things, moving forward. Yeah. Alexis, and listening, you- and I think it's also, pause for a second, and I also think it's important to listen to listen to yourself. So like some days I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling like I want to do all this work. I think today I'm going to have a quiet day and read. So I think it's also important there to listen. So ha- have you noticed, Alexis, um, there's more vulnerability for people in individual sports or team sports? And what I mean by that, you know, you've had to – basically be self-motivated and do a lot of the stuff yourself in mm. an individual sport, like boxing. Uh, but then you get into yeah. a team environment, uh, you, you, you're surrounded by other people a little bit more. But having said that, once once you leave the team environment, all of a sudden you're an individual. So then you become vulnerable as well because you've lost that comfort zone. So is there one area or another that, that is more dangerous, you feel? No, I don't feel. I don't believe that one is more dangerous than the other. I I think it's a it's a collective experience, um, and like you say, it's individuals in a team, and individuals go home um, by themselves, even though they might have a team that had the, a similar experience. Um, we still don't have the same experience. We could have somebody in a team who performed out of their skin and we could have someone that didn't perform out of their skin. Um, But as a, you know, so I don't believe anyone is more vulnerable than the other. I think that post games, there is this period where we might not feel ourselves and that that is okay. Mm. Alexis, it's been great chatting to you, um, um, doing sterling work. I absolutely love that um, with your experience you're putting back and giving back to people who uh, are vulnerable in this area. Uh, fantastic. Thanks so much for your time this morning. I've enjoyed the chat. Great. Thank you very much. 
Cheers, Alexis Pritchard there, former New Zealand Olympic and Commonwealth Games boxer. Uh, of course, uh, now trying to put back in there. If, if you listen to Alexis this morning, then you listened uh, yesterday to Paul Fodawira. Very, very similar. Very similar um, and, and wanting to give back and, and experience. And the main thing that you get there is surrounding yourself um, with a good, a good support group and not losing sight of things outside of what you're doing. I, I think that's hugely important. Not to lose sight of... of the, the fact that there are other things in life, uh, you, you can get so driven as to what you, you, the goal that you're trying to think, you, you do lose sight of that. Very interesting. Uh, and it's, of course, uh, as part of uh, Mental Health Awareness Week that we're focusing on that.